Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, November 18th, as we continue with Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees breakthrough album. Today we have a special one from Joan Jett and the Blackhearts with I Love Rock and Roll. Uh, recorded June, 8, June of 81 through September of 81 at Kingdom Sound Studios and Soundworks Studios in Long Island, New York, and released today, 40 years ago, Mm -hmm. on Boardwalk Records. Uh, This is the second album from Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, and they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2015 by Miley Cyrus. Uh, This album peaked on the U.S. Billboard 200 at number two. It was on the year-end chart at number 22. And it's just a great freaking record, man. Dude, I love Joan Jett. I love rock and roll. <laughs> so put nice. another dime I like on that. the jukebox. Baby. I love it. I love it. Uh, and I, the and let's not let's not discount the Blackhearts as well. No, um, this that is, is one a, of the greatest bands ever. Yeah, this is assembled, and this is. Not only a breakout album, there's only one song that just I can't deal with, but we're, we'll get to that later. Um, but this album as a whole is just absolutely fantastic. So this might be your Today I Learned. Uh, I Love Rock and Roll was originally performed by The Arrows, mm-hmm. and Joan Jett saw a performance on TV in 1976 and made it a live staple of her shows for several years prior to it being recorded. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is Billboard's number 56 song of all time, and it was number one for seven weeks in a row. Uh, Yeah, and there's actually a couple of covers. There's a number of covers on here. She did uh, The Halos, uh, the song Nag. Um, And if you get the 98 remaster of this album... There's a version of Nag on it that has backing vocals from the Coasters. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Did not know that. That's nice. Um, the other one, um, they had that uh, Crimson and Clover uh, cover from Tommy James and the Shondells. Um, but the, the, the one song that really, like, that I sat back and now, I was Now, before like, we back away from that, oh, while you're Okay, yeah, go for that, it, go for it, go for it. The... I, Joan Jett was challenged that, quote, that I didn't change the words in Crimson and Clover from him to her. It was only because that wouldn't have rhymed, unquote. If you needed Joan Jett to explain that to you, get out of here. Move on. Yeah. The song that I really like that I want to talk about a little bit, um, which I feel like there's a lot to get through right here is I'm going to run away. Um, so this is one of Joan Jett's songs. Her and Kenny Laguna wrote this, wrote this song. So she was in a band called The Runaways. And so then this song that she writes is called I'm Gonna Run Away. And technically it's I'm Gonna is in the parentheses. So it's called Runaway, really. So she's in The Runaways. And then the band, like, you know, they break up. You know, whatever they go their own ways. They're all that band was. The short story is that was 
a really intense short period of time for some ladies that were extremely young and, and extremely mostly, talented. mostly unprepared to deal with all of what happened. With and fame, fortune, everything. All of that. And I get it, you know? And, extremely talented, though, and for sure. And these women are extremely talented women. But they all went on to do their own thing. Other great yeah, things. Other great things. Joan Jett happens to be, in my opinion, the most successful. No, it's not your opinion. I believe that commercially, commercially yes, you commercially. can uh, definitely put... So, she writes the song, I'm Gonna Run Away, and it's just kind of that, like, to me, it's kind of a little, like, it's a, it's a poke. It's a poke at the other members of the band, saying, like, hey, you're gonna run away? No, I'm gonna run away. And, and I'm like, gonna write a song. And I'm gonna write a song about you guys and what it's just it's it it was really cool to me to hear it and to to go through this album, to experience this album. And if you want another great... flavor of that song, uh, and the whole runaways thing, she also put You're Too Possessive on here, which was also originally a runaways song. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I feel like that song, I'm gonna run away on this album at the same time was such a big deal. I agree. Uh, there's also a cover of Bits and Pieces by the Dave Clark Five. Um, early pressings, and you're looking for a reason to justify it. I'm giving it to you right now. <laughs> yeah. Early pressings from December of 81, Ugh. when the record came out, closed the album with Little, Little Drummer, Boy, Drummer Boy, which features Will Dub Jones from the Coasters on vocals. And almost all subsequent pressings replaced this song with Oh, Woe Is Me. Um, uh, y- enough said. Yeah. But that relationship with the guy from the Coasters probably got the Coasters to do BGVs on NAG. Yeah. That's, so yeah. when you think about the price you pay and what you end up with, I'm willing to accept that compromise. At the same time, anytime you listen to any version of this online or streaming it will include Little Drummer Boy. It's going to have it in time. there. But yeah. if you ever find an actual released recording, yeah. like a physical copy of it, yeah. um, they did away with that. Yeah. So the album cover is really just oh. a picture of Joan Jett, but it's, but it's not just a picture of Joan Jett. Yeah. Uh, it's a portrait that was shot by Mick Rock. And if you're interested in photos, art, uh, rock and roll history from that perspective, definitely check him out. Uh, he said that his vision, quote, I saw her as a female Elvis. And unquote. he was. And not he nailed wrong. that he for just sure. Absolutely crushed it, knocked it out of the park. This is an iconic photo of an iconic legend. Uh, she is one, and of, Joan Jett the, said one of the best. That the label's expectations were, quote, they wanted me to lie on a couch in leopard skin like Pat <laughs> Benatar or something. You know I couldn't do anything like that, exclamation mark, unquote. And that is totally Joan Jett, and she's not slapping Pat Benatar. She's merely highlighting that there is a distinction. Please remember that. Oh, yeah. Um, The initial CD release in 1992 on Blackheart Records included three bonus tracks, the previously mentioned Oh, Woe Is Me, a cover of Louie Louie, 
and a live version of You Don't Know What You've Got. Um, he previously mentioned Kenny Laguna a minute ago, uh, who was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I think that's important to mention as we're talking oh, about yeah. the sixth member of Aerosmith and oh, yeah. you know George freaking Martin and you know there are other people besides the people on that the make stage it they that make, make it the happen. entire vision Absolutely. occur. Um, Richie Cordell. Um, who also produced Subterranean in 1983, uh, Subterranean Jungle from the Ramones. He wrote or co-wrote I Think We're Alone Now and Moni Moni um, with, that were Tommy James and the Shondells hits. And um, that's how he got this gig from my knowledge and probably why they did a Tommy James and the Shondells song. Mm-hmm. Um but I think in a retrospective perspective, like knowing what I know now, that this album sounds like the Ramones and the Go-Go's met up in middle America, spent a week or two writing together, and uh, then letting the pop sensibility overtake the direction and song choices. But it's got big balls. I love the attitude and the sass, which is always what I had missed in the Go-Go's. You know, it's not just... Joan Jett's sass. It is her punk rock mentality that I love more than anything about Joan Jett. It's not Joan a Jett. look. It's not a style. It is, it is a mentality it for is sure. her. Um, I saw Joan Jett play. She opened up for The Who. And um, people were there, in all honesty, to see The Who. Joan Jett had just been inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is huge. She just got inducted, and it was like, I go, and I'm like, oh, my God, Joan Jett is opening for The Who? What an awesome, unbelievable experience I'm about to see. Joan Jett comes out like a cannon. She is absolutely destroying it. Her band is on it. She sounds great. She looks great. Everything about it is just like... This is amazing. And the crowd is just absolutely pooping the bed. Like nobody nobody's even caring that she's on stage. Like she's just out there just killing it. She's killing it. And the crowd's like, mm, me, me, me. And Joan Jett looks at the crowd's like, Alright, alright. Does anybody know where we are? You're seeing we're Joan Jett the Blackhearts. We're just in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And everybody's like She's like, you know what? Fuck you. And walks off the stage. It was the most punk rock thing. I've seen a lot of punk shows. That was the most punk rock thing I've ever seen in my life. And I fucking loved it. Loved it. I'm going to give you that one. Loved it. And The Who came out. And it was like they didn't say a word about it. Like, And she had, I mean, it was at the end of her set. She had played for a good... 40 minutes. She didn't walk off She didn't early. walk off she like after three off. songs, but it was just like, dude, are you not going to give me the credit I deserve? And everybody was just like, me. And she My heart off. is black. Oh, Do it, was it now. Awesome. I Dude, I gained more respect for Joan Jett in that moment than I ever had for her before. And uh, I yeah, and I already had a lot because I love Joan Jett. It's a beautiful thing, dude. Yeah. I love this album. I love 
definitely check out the album art and know oh, that yeah. what you're seeing, there's a huge story behind it. Yeah. Well, uh, album for the day today, um, November the 18th, is I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album the number four the day. Give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and feel free to email us with uh, you know questions, comments, recommendations, brewing requests. tips. Ooh, brewing tips. Requests. We love requests. Uh, but email us at albumfortheday at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. You're gonna make it after all. <laughs> if you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!